Welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode number 62, and here we are in the V-Twin Cafe over in the corner booth in rainy Cranford, New Jersey. Ooh. I am Ted, and I'm here with Chris. And, <laughs> and uh, we, we, we are actually, we do not have... Uh, Timbuktu is not joining us tonight. Play sound effect anyway. Uh, should I play the sound effect anyway? Yeah, you have to. Ah, uh, you know I wasn't. Even, you, you know, you know what the usual thing, Chris, is, is mm. I'm I'm not prepared. I'm just I'm just not. I wasn't prepared for that. But hold no, on. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but wait. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, Tim uh, Tim's Tim's homesick today, which is see this is what's weird. This is our this is we're we're doing everything kind of remote. We never done this before. We're totally remote today. Chris, we're Chris skipping. is what? Yeah, what's that? We're skyping. We're skyping. Chris is in Westfield. I'm in Brick. Tim is the only one actually in Cranford right now. <laughs> so. But we see, you know, you know, we just did. We just destroyed the entire myth that we're actually in the V Twin Cafe. You'll have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're um. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, because he's sick apparently. So everybody, please send your your get well wishes to Tim, so he can you know not be a, a, a sicko and all that. But that's because he's out there working, delivering his mail and crap to all you people. For the holidays. So For the yeah, holidays. This is his worst time of year, you know. But so, what, did you? Uh, so let's get 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 into it. Uh, have you been doing any riding, Chris? <laughs> yeah, no. I tried actually the other day. Did you really? Uh, yesterday, it did you not did. rain yesterday, so I actually rode for a couple hours. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. It was a uh, it was a whole fifty two degrees out. Wow, fifty two. Yep. Whopping fifty two degrees. Actually, yeah. That what day was that? That was uh. What are we at here? Tuesday? Monday. Monday. You tried to ride yesterday. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I almost rode yesterday, but I woke up in the morning and I just wasn't feeling it. You know, you know, but yeah. you know, I, I the last time I rode was just before Thanksgiving. I had the bike. Yeah, out. right. And prior prior to yesterday, uh, the last time I rode the bike was. Uh, oh, yeah, I think it was the last Wednesday or the night, day yeah. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah, was, time I rode. And did you do anything cool? Where would you go? Nah, just local stuff. Just local crap. Yeah. Nah. Just keeping a bike going. The last one, well, the you know, last thing for me was just back and forth to work. That was it. You know, I haven't been doing much else. But yeah, actually, here here is the the level of stupidity. Okay, so uh-huh. I, I didn't ride throughout uh, <laughs> this week and everything. One day last week I rode, and then I parked the bike, and that was it. I didn't move it at all. Didn't touch it. Didn't turn it on. Didn't whatever. I looked at it. That's about it. And then yeah. And then so Sunday, this this past Sunday, the uh, local hog group and the polar bear club was doing a ride from here at the uh, Ocean uh, County Harley Davidson to the, that was beautiful. <laughs> Can we do that again? Uh, to the town of Hopewell, and it would have been 
roughly a probably round trip for me probably would have been about 200 miles round trip oh, that would have been, nice yeah, been, been a beautiful ride it would have been well see yeah i'm dressed for it but uh it would have been um we would have we were departing at 10 and i would have probably gotten home around four o'clock but anyway um it was 34 degrees in the morning so i got all dressed up got on my first gear thermal suit my flambeau heated socks my Harley Davidson heated gloves, put on all my stuff, got on the bike. I backed the bike out of the driveway, which is about 30 feet long, backed it out, all the way out into the street. And because people are sleeping on Sunday morning, I decided not to start the bike to wake anybody up. So what I did was I get back all the way in the street, turned on the ignition, pressed the button, and it went wrong. That was it. it yeah, exactly. And nothing happened. It didn't start. I was extremely, extremely disappointed. I guess yeah, that's that's a nut punch, right? Well, there. you that's know, like, God it, damn it! Yeah, you know, and the thing is, it hadn't been. I hadn't run the bike in a couple of days, and I, it got really cold a few nights. And as the end result, the, the battery went dead. It, you know, it, so I figured, well, maybe if I quickly put it on the trickle charger, it'll give me enough just to start it. Yeah, nah. No, no, no. <laughs> you know that's going to fail. No, no. An hour and a half later it started, <laughs> so, but by then they were long gone, you know. So, yeah, I was very, very, very unhappy. <laughs> I was really, really, really unhappy about that, you know. So, yeah, that was that was that was bad. But you know, so since then, um, I just I've it's been on the charger ever since. I was going to take it out Sunday afternoon, but I was so disappointed at that point, I just had no desire to turn the bike on. I was just yeah, it just yeah. takes the, the took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, it took the wind out of your sails. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was kind of really bummed about it, but hey, it happens. So you know, and I, after just being getting over being sick, I was like. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, um, but that's about it. So, but you know what? One of the things I wanted to talk about on this episode. We, well, first of all, we're going to have uh, Larry from the V Twin blog is going to be joining us shortly. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sound effects over Skype are not working very well. Well, the ones I have here, are, you know, are working fine. You know, so see. But uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna have him. We're gonna have slap. Here we go. We're gonna have him on. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna basically. We're gonna talk about winter stuff. This ride. He because Larry. Well, I'll tell. We'll tell you what later where he's from, and it's it's you, you'll know why he doesn't like the winter very much. So yeah, well we'll get into that. But um, and but we're gonna talk about winter gear, and one of the things that I have. And we're also gonna talk about your lack of a windshield. <laughs> Yeah, and your lack Sucks of balls. and your lack of heated gloves and heated socks and heated everything, and a lack of uh, heating it uh, heated everything. Yeah, Except exactly. My, uh, the the leather jacket that I wear and, and my headgear, or at least my helmet, the, the face gear I wear is fine. Yeah, yeah. All all the coldness hits hits you know gets me in my my legs and my hands. No, well, let me ask. When you rode a couple of days ago, did you wear that colander on your head that you've been wearing? What do you mean, colander? <laughs> <laughs> that plastic thing you call a helmet? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing that. Now, that has absolutely zero insulation value whatsoever. Oh, 
no, it does. No, my my head is. I'm very warm when I. Wear oh, you are. Your head's fine. Yeah, because okay, I so wear I wear a uh, uh, winter uh, cap, right. like Scully oh, underneath. You did. Oh, okay. And uh, I got my uh, you know the face uh, mask, the whole bit. Yeah. So I'm good with that. All right, but now what about what about you? Like your your neck and your your body. I uh, I wear the uh, winter winter jacket like underneath it like right. my uh, my neoprene one oh, and okay. uh, it right. comes yeah. up to my neck yeah so when I put it underneath my leather jacket which yeah. is already insulated yeah I'm actually my body is sweating when I when it's cold when really I'm yeah I actually sweat wow I I wouldn't I wouldn't think that yeah but 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 your but your legs and your hands and your yeah feet. my knees get cold and my fucking hands freeze yeah you know. Now, regardless of how many layers you wear on your legs, it, you're not going to be warm. Ever. No, because no. I, I've worn, uh, you know, sweatpants underneath my pants, you know, like and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Nothing. I still get cold. Oh, of course, yeah, because because you know what, it just goes right through. You need something that can block that that can block the uh, the wind, and that's the key thing. That's yeah. why chaps chaps are great. Cha- chaps are great. You should. I mean, if you you know, barring having a, a heated suit. You know, I heard are, the uh, the insulated uh, jeans help too. Insulated jeans jeans do help. I have two pairs, but not my ass is too fat to fit in them anymore, so <laughs> I, I can't wear them. But, Don't look at me; I'm a fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't try them on. Uh, they work. I tell you what, they're great for. I mean, I would say between forty and fifty, they're great. And if you're not doing anything on the highway, but if they're any colder than if it's like fifty degrees and you're going out on the highway, no. But uh, insulated jeans and chaps. Now that's a different story. Uh, the only downside to wearing chaps, as far as the fact that they really don't have any impact protection value, uh, right. they do have moderate s- slide value. That's about it. But the thing is, as you know, with chaps, there's two parts of the chaps that are not protected, and that would be your frontal region <laughs> yeah <laughs> and your, your butt sack <laughs> and your ass your ass yeah. is not covered so one of the things that i've noticed about wearing chaps in the cooler weather is that when you're going above 50 the wind especially when you're on a, uh, a motorcycle like a like a harley like we, we ride the wind kind of just funnels itself along your legs right into your crotch mm. Which is not protected when you're wearing your chaps, so that that the nether regions get cold. Just yeah, I think I think for the cold weather, re- realistically, probably you should wear full leather pants. Yeah, but my fat ass ain't gonna fit in any leather pants. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. and I'm not talking about leather pants with like uh, you know gems and studs on them, <laughs> no. so you look sexy. Yes, we got all you know? bedazzled. Yeah. <laughs> My jeans are all bedazzled. Yes, hooray. <clears throat> Fabulous. But no. Um, I won't get... Uh, I, I, I keep thinking, going back and forth about getting uh, chaps, but... Uh... Well, you know, if you're going to ride, if you're going to do uh, some winter riding, and you're just going locally around town, absolutely, why not? But I think more for your benefit... You need the, the you need the heated gloves and the heated socks, definitely. The fucking windshield is what I fucking. Well, need. yeah. Well, there is that. <laughs> you know, I, I've, as you know, we'll get we'll talk we'll get to talk about that. But uh, but the heated gear is important, and I've been telling everybody for how long have I been telling everybody about the flambeau heated socks, Chris? There you for go. Forever. freaking ever. They're dirt cheap. Let me uh, 
go over to Amazon, and I'll tell you exactly how much they are. I believe they're $69 or $70. I'm not too sure. Heated socks. This is what are they called? Heated socks? Heated socks. Well, Nordic is one company that has them uh, for $33. The heated socks, they're battery-powered. I see uh, First Gear has heated socks. They do. Uh, Flambeau men's heated socks. Now, these are the ones that I have. Now, why are the, why they're priced between $62 and $201? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the $201 comes with the foot massagers, I guess. <laughs> and probably a small... Better fucking better blow me for that much money. Okay? You fucking, that's ridiculous. That's stupid, socks. but... That's ridiculous. I, I, look, I only paid $62 for mine, all right? And I got the, I got the X-Large. Now, it, it includes, when you buy these, you get these on Amazon. I'll put, there's a, I'll put a link to this on our website. It includes a pair of socks, two uh, 3.7-volt um, lithium-ion batteries, the AC charger, which has two, it's a split cord, two mini USB cords to plug it in. Now, right. on the low setting, on the low setting, the, the charge will last for eight hours, and your feet are nice and toasty. Now, when I did that ride two weeks ago, the Polar Bear ride two weeks ago from here, and it was 37 when I left, I turned those things on low. I was, my feet were never, and mind you, we were we were hitting speeds of 60 to 65. Now, at 37 degrees when you're doing that temperature, it is pretty close to zero. Yeah, we have the chart on our we website, got the chart. I believe. Actually, we did. I'm going to have to put it back up. But the, yeah. um, um, the temperatures were, were quite cold, but my feet, and ordinarily my feet would be freezing, but not with these socks on. And it, the, the wind it had no effect whatsoever. Now, here's the thing about these socks. And most of your battery-powered socks and gloves, the low setting is ample enough to keep your hands and your feet warm. And Any, it probably keeps the battery life to last longer, too. Exactly. Now, get this. With these socks, it has two settings, high and low. On high, the battery power will only last five hours. That's caca. That's stupid. Well, you know, again, if you're just jaunting around town and you're only going to be out for a couple hours, that's fine. But let me tell you this. I know this for a fact. On high, these socks will burn your feet. That's too freaking hot. It's way too hot. And even with my, uh, so you get those. You, like I said, you get those on Amazon, $62. Uh, I, what more could you ask for? Now, if you wanted to, now, again, we're going on the notion that you're too poor <laughs> <laughs> to buy heated pants and a heated jacket <laughs> or a heated suit, you know that's what they make. They make a, they make a nice heated jacket. I know uh, I, I know somebody that wears one in the cold weather, and it's uh, it goes underneath his regular jacket. It's like a, almost like a uh, a shirt, and it's got wiring that runs through, and you plug it into the bike. Yeah, and uh, it, it'll uh, you know keep you really warm. Well, here's a, you know is an interesting thing. I sh- I showed this to Tim, and I think I sent you the link as well. Um, the company Milwaukee uh, that they 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 sell uh, the tools in in Home Depot. Right. They have the heated jacket. It's battery powered heated jacket. Um, and I think what they were selling it was some stupid ridiculous price. I'm trying to call it up right now. Uh, looking for it. Lithium ion heated goodie. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Runtime up to eight hours of runtime. Three heat settings, high, medium, and low, and yeah, that's it. That's the jacket. Yeah, yeah. There's like they have a bunch of them. Yeah, they got a, they all kinds. They got they got the abrasion resistant, water and wind resistant uh, jackets. Uh, now, 
would would you wear this without wearing some sort of protective wear over it? I wouldn't. I would suggest. Yeah, it, because it, if it's cloth, I mean, uh, heated or not, um, yeah. You know, if it's not, if you're not wearing a leather jacket, like a thick leather jacket, like I normally wear, yeah. uh, I think the, the wind's just going to go right through cloth. I don't care what the fuck it is. But you know what? The, like again, it, with, even despite that, um, I I think the you well, like I said, for example, with my socks, despite that wind. It's I, I'm still warm enough, but I think that if if you had something like your leather jacket, for example, and then you wore the heated hoodie underneath of it, yeah, that might be uh, plenty to keep to keep you warm while you're riding. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not like I said it, it, for me at least um, because of the, the I have an insulated leather jacket, yeah, a real thick one. That's the one I wear normally, and because what I dress underneath, I'm warm. Yeah, uh, the the bad parts my uh, my legs and my hands exactly. Now I don't know if companies like, like Milwaukee, for example, makes any heated pants. I they, they might. I, I'm not looking right now. But uh, uh, the, the yeah. thing is, things like that are, are you know, for for me, like uh, what I'm using, I'm using that first gear thermal seat, suit. Now this, that suit is not electric. It's just a thermal suit. Does it offer any armor protection? Well, no, it does not. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm on both sides of the fence about this. Do, should I have the protection? Well, yeah, I should. You know, but am I riding? Yeah, you wear it over your normal riding. I no, actually, you don't. You don't want to do that now with this suit. You'll sweat your ass off. Well, the suit's that warm then, oh without it being electric. I, when I when I wore it, uh, the suit when I went on that polar bear ride, the only thing I had under that suit was my jeans and a long sleeve T-shirt. That was it. And I was sweating my ass off by the time I got to Tim's house at the end of the day. Now, have you have you used that suit in, like, 10-degree weather? The coldest I wore that suit, it was 30. Was it 30? It was 32 degrees out. And I was actually, I, I rode it back, I rode to work. And that's when I worked in Kenilworth, and it took me an hour to get to work. That's the coldest that I rode with that suit. So I'm on the, I'm on the parkway doing 70 miles an hour wearing the suit and I was not cold so I, you know I props to first gear for for this suit it's fantastic really so I mean oh. so if it's at 32 degrees you've got to figure if you're on the parkway uh, Christ that the temperature is probably about 15 or 10 degrees mm, probably colder uh, probably colder probably near that. zero yeah so again it's something like that is again if you can now that suit the first gear thermal suit uh, is $179 through First Gear, but you can pretty much get that from JMP Cycles. You can get that from. Uh, um, uh, is it a one piece suit? Yes, one piece. That's the, I think that's probably the only thing about the suit that I don't particularly care for because it is one piece. It takes you 20 minutes to get dressed. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at a whole bunch of their models that they have for it right now, and uh, yeah, they're all one piece. Yeah, I think. The, well, you know, the the only thing I think well. Let me say it this way. I'm glad that it's one piece because I think if it was a two piece, I would have wind blowing up underneath the jacket. You know, when you're riding. So that's why that's why I, I lean more towards the the one piece suit. Uh, How much was your suit? One seventy nine. Okay. And I see one here for one thirty five. Well, that's good. You know, again, it, you know, what's the temperature rating? Is that now? Is that from First Gear? Yes, it is. Oh wow. Now, is it a thermal suit? No, actually, yeah, first gear thermosuit BK SVSM. 
let me see here. I can't find out what. Uh... Yeah, the first gear. I actually believe it or not, that first gear thermal suit is now $199. You can yeah, also, I see it. Yeah. yeah, you can also get it at Revzilla. Yeah, that's where I'm looking at. It's at Revzilla for $199. That's the exact one that I have. This is, uh, I, I tell you what, if, you, if you're the kind of person who wants to ride year-round uh, and it's dry out, this is a waterproof uh, suit as well. So, uh, and it's got, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like, like I'm a spokesman for first gear, but they're one of our sponsors. <laughs> but, it's, you know, uh, it's a great suit. It really is. And if, you're, if, you, if you want to get out there and ride, it's got the... Uh, uh, Velcro around the wrists, and it's the 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 flaw. If there's one flaw to this suit, with the um, first gear thermal suit, is going to be that at the at the ankles, where uh, the where it goes around you. But when you when you when you zip it up on on either side of your leg, you zip it up, and it's got elastic down there. And even though you zip it closed and you use the Velcro that goes up the side of the leg to cinch it all right. closed like that. It still rides up over the top of your boot. That is the downside. Joining us now, all the way from the lovely, sunny, and temperate place called Minnesota? Yep. All right. right. In the heart of Minneapolis. All wow. right. Well, this is Larry. Larry Mitchell, correct? From the Marshall. V- Marshall. I, yep. Stupid me, Larry Marshall. From the V-Twin Blogger. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing fantastic, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, we're hey, doing, buddy. Doing fine. We're here on the East Coast getting rained on right now. Uh, is, it, <laughs> is it snowing by you yet? Not yet. We actually had rain yesterday and earlier today. It's odd for Minnesota. That's really? Odd. It's odd for yeah. Minnesota? Yeah. It, we usually have uh, three to four inches of snow by now. So. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. How, so. cold, how cold is it there? Uh, let's see, about 37 degrees. 37 balmy degrees right now. Oh, joy. Seven. Yeah. Nice. And, 30, and, 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 37. Yeah. And, of course, you were riding today, right? Uh, you know, I actually thought about it. But <laughs> oh, you thought about it. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, you know, I'm not getting any younger, man. When the when the wind hits your knees. Oh, yeah, you're so old. That just, it's cold. Oh, yeah. it's cold. oh, I feel you on that. Well, so we were just talking. Chris and I were just talking about that. I use a first gear thermal suit. And I, okay. but the only thing I wear underneath that is my underwear. So no, I'm just kidding. I actually, I wear my. <laughs> I actually, all I, you can wear jeans and a t-shirt, and it'll. I, I've been in that situation, and all I, it's warm. You know, you don't need any heated gear outside of, well, your gloves and your feet. But the that suit is ideal for for poor people like us, who can't afford, <laughs> who can't afford the real expensive stuff. See, yeah, I know. Yeah, I understand. You know, this is why we do blogs and, and podcasts because, you know, we're not on TV and stuff like that. Right? You guys are fancy to me. I don't even have that. Yeah, see? So, according to Chris, so according to Chris we're a bunch of pussies because we're not on TV. No, not real. No, you're smart. <laughs> well, no. I'm, I'm just broke. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to blow the image right now. Um, uh, I got a heated jacket. Um, nice. Actually, and it's funny because it's not like a, any motorcycle brand jacket it's a milwaukee tools heated jacket that has a little we battery just, pack in it we were just talking about that we were just talking about that and you went to home De- and you went to home depot and got it didn't you i sure did <laughs> matter of fact i did <laughs> all right now how much was that 
Uh, I think it was about $145. Sweet, that's awesome. Now, that's yeah. battery That's battery powered, right? It's battery powered. So what I did is I bought the jacket. It comes with a battery and a charger. I jumped on uh, 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 Amazon and bought an extra battery pack. Yeah. So I always got a spare battery on me. They last about two and a half, three hours. Now, is that um, on high or on low? That's on. That's two hours on high. About three on medium, probably four on low. But um, as you guys said earlier, I'm a pussy man. I'm not trying to <laughs> put it on low and ride around. Nah, that's that's no. I'm good. Hey, you want heat, man? I know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm I, with get, you. Exactly. I get it. You know, it's like uh, now. Have you uh, have you heard of the? I, I've always talked talked about these, but the flambeau heated socks. You can get them on Amazon. I've heard you talk about it, but I no. I'm, Dude, nah, my, I can imagine how those things smell after I got. No, uh, oh, <laughs> well, you can wa- you can wash them though. That's, you can you can wash them. You just don't put them in a the dryer when you're done. Otherwise, you just melt all the shit. But no, they're great, well, man. Oh my god. And then again, the other most important part is what heated gloves. You know, I actually used to have a pair of heated gloves, and um, I I just recently sold them on on Craigslist. Um, Why would you the do new that? In- well, I got an Indian. Um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Just last year. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Chris, black Indian. And this no, coming from actually, a black man, it's okay. <laughs> I, li- I like that bike, too. <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually the blue and cream Indian. But uh, every time Chris says the black Indian, I'm like, I got it. <laughs> no, uh, oh, you heard about that. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. intentional. Not coming from me. <laughs> no, but uh, my Indian man, it has uh, heated grips. That was one of the accessories I got on it when I bought. Oh, it. nice. But here's it. I got heated grips on my heritage. I think about heated grips. They're great. They keep your palms nice and toasty, warm. Meanwhile, the back of your hands, you're all frostbitten. You know, I got a fairing, so I actually don't even feel. Damn, it you are a pussy. Aren't you? You. <laughs> if you got a fairing, then yeah, you got you got more more of the game uh, beat then. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'm a freeze baby. I don't like. I I still I'm trying to figure out why I'm so stupid stupid enough to live in cold weather when I love the warm weather. But. <laughs> I've got two words for you, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I want yeah. hotter, man. I, it looks good. Let's uh, you and me will move to Arizona. How's that? I'm cool with that, man. Wow. <laughs> I got no problem with that. <laughs> no problem with that. Uh, so the, the heated gloves. Are, I have the Harley Davidson heated gloves. Again, three settings, low, medium, and high. You don't want to put them on high. You don't. Yeah. You do not. I mean, I guess you, you have, you had, is that the kind of gloves you had? Uh, yeah, I had, well, actually I had the, um, they were like uh, Tour Master. Okay, yeah. Um, heated gloves. All right. Tour Master. Um, yeah. But, um, but I agree with you, like with the, with the uh, hand grips that I have, heated grips, they have a setting actually one through ten. Oh, really? Um, oh, boy. Yeah, and <laughs> anything over six, you start feeling your hands to start to get hot, wow. um, no matter how thick your gloves are. So, um, I've had it on ten when I when I when I start up the bike to get them warm, and then I'm dropping it back down to five or six. No way, really. I always run my gloves on low. Well, here, well, here, oh. well, talking about being a pussy, I had the heated gloves on and the heated grips. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Larry, what model do you have in the, in the ones? Do uh, they, I don't. I don't remember. Um, I just know that I, they pissed me off because of the, because of the wires. Um, 
and having to plug you had to plug it into the bike Plus the wires, it was just too much. I felt like uh, one of those little kids with the string, <laughs> the jacket, you know, on the mittens. It just, yeah, yeah it, it, nah. it didn't work out. I think well that's that's me, the so. one thing that annoys me about my glove is, is, is the wires. That's the that really yeah. annoys me because when I'm wearing the thermal suit, because ordinarily with my regular leather jacket, I just basically run the wires through the sleeves and plug it in, and then you're good. But with the thermal suit, you can't do that because. You can't get the wire into the suit when and all that. You just can't. So now you got these wires all hanging out all over the freaking place. This is why you, yep. you can use the. Uh, they have the. Did you get, did you say you had the or you're getting the uh, heated gloves that are battery powered? You did not. No. Me? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Actually, I'm not touching. I'm good I, with the heated grips. I'm fantastic. But now you're just showing off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what's the coldest? What's the coldest weather you've ridden in, Larry? Um, let's see. I would probably say about 25, 25, 28 degrees. Um, there's been a couple mornings in the spring here in Minnesota. I'll ride right into the office and uh, it'll be about 25, 28 degrees. And then, you know, by afternoon, it's like 45, 50. So it's wow. actually a fairly comfortable ride. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm shining on you. Yeah. It's that time of year where you don't know how to dress. Yes. You know, it's like being 32 degrees and staying 32 degrees all freaking day long. It starts off in the 30s and it goes up to the 60s and you don't just don't know what to do. You know, you got to carry everything you own with you. you know? Well, because I hate cold so much. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, uh, you don't. I overdress. So I never have that problem. And then if I have to, if it gets warm enough, I'll just take the st- I'll just take a jacket off or something. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> of course. But, but I, I, I dress like if it's uh, 45 or 50 out, I dress like I'm in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I don't like cold. I hate cold. I hate it. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you hate cold. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just want to make absolutely sure. Because, you know, now for us, Larry, you know, uh, we do, while we have had our fair share of cold days here in New Jersey, uh, we can use like last year. I was able to ride my motorcycle pretty much all through the winter, with the exception of those few days that we had snow. I rode pretty much as much as I could, and I was commuting a, a long distance at the time. Now, for oh, wow. you, um, I think I probably rode last winter. I probably rode uh, let's see, November, uh, December, January, February. I probably rode at least three weeks of each one of those months. Now, wow. now for you, what your your riding stopped when? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, maybe, um, maybe you'll I, have another lucky because you said that uh, you 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 got off on one year where you were riding. You got to ride a couple days every month throughout the year. Yeah, there was actually a stretch. Um, I think it was like twenty nine months in a row that I was able to ride. No kidding. Wow. Um, twenty nine yeah. months in a row. And now, for yeah. Minnesota, that's amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, now that now granted that was with a uh, 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 an older bike, um, a lot of plastic was on the bike, so I didn't feel as bad about riding in the you know with the salt and everything on the road. Yeah. Um, the bikes I got now, um, yeah, it I don't feel like paying repair costs and uh, having nuts and bolts fall off because they rusted off. Yeah, not um, for an Indian, you know, Indian don't take a beating. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it will. But yeah. Um, now, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but we're as crazy as we are up here in Minnesota, man. There are people um, north of me in Duluth, which is about two and a half, three hours north. Right. Um, and they they do ice racing. 
Yes, I've heard so of that. Yeah. Put, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the craziest thing. They'll <laughs> that, put nails in their tires, yep, and they yep. will race around a lake. Yeah, um, those are some people who have I, nothing else to do, right? Right. They got nothing right. else to do. <coughs> you okay over there, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'm getting sick now. Oh, great. We're talking about cold and my body's starting <laughs> <laughs> Your body's reacting. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I want to I wanna call up a map of Minnesota because I was actually, in my research today, I was actually looking at a map of uh, Minnesota. You know, Minnesota is way, to, I think aside from Alaska, Minnesota is way to hell up there. Well, of course, in Maine, but yeah. Minnesota's way, you know, you know what? Minnesota's probably just like Maine and it has two seasons, right? Yeah, you got you got, you yeah. got you got we got winter and the Fourth of July. <laughs> we actually have winter and construction. <laughs> so yeah, that was that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. And construction sounds oh, like Jersey. Oh uh, yeah, so 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 you're in Minneapolis and you're probably well yeah you're a little further north than we are. So when 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 does your winter officially start? Um, it usually starts a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. Oh really? Um, All right, okay. Yeah, so we'll usually get a. We've already had a couple, one or two snowfalls here. Um, luckily, really? it's been. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awful, but uh, we've only had like maybe half an inch of accumulation, so not too bad. Wow. But it, we've had we had rain yesterday, so it it all melted. But yeah, we we were well, we 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 were known for a uh, a major blizzard that happened in the early '90s on Halloween. Right. So that's that's kind of normal for us. Um, wow. In fact, uh, what I'll do is after the show, I'll send you guys a couple pictures from like three, four years ago when we we got just dumped on. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no we there was I think it was that year that snowfall. We had like 28 inches of snow in that, one snowfall. And that's like average, man. People just still go to oh, work. Oh, that's with average. That. Oh, that's yeah, average. Okay. That's like a that's yeah, that's like a normal day for us. You know, the week's crazy. OK, yeah, we're hardcore up here, man. <laughs> Wait, no, we had, well, we had uh, Chris, what did we, the last snowstorm we had last year was what? Uh, oh, we had 38 like, inches. 38 that inches. Was, the, was that last year or the year before? Yeah, that was last year, the 38 inches. And that was one snowfall, and but if that's but that's, that's it for us. You know, we might get like three inches here, four inches there, whatever like that, but that's it. You know, that's, we don't get consistent 24-inch snowfall like every week. You know, like, yeah, like, that thirty, that 38 inches, uh, I, I can't do that anymore. I don't want to do it no, anymore. No, no, you no. Know. <laughs> See, from what I've read, I think the closest that we come to your area from a snowfall standpoint is probably close to Buffalo. Buffalo and yeah, us oh, get forget it. very yeah. similar rhetoric. Yeah, Buffalo is, so, yeah, no, we don't. That's, that's lake effects. No, you, you're... You're not really lake effect. You're more like you are. You are the effect. Yeah. Yes, well, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you guys Ironically cause enough, it. <laughs> we are the land of ten thousand lakes. So yes. We get, that's yes. probably where we get a lot of snow. We do get a lot of snow from the from. The, we have lakes everywhere. I mean, you. Oh my God. Yes. I, I can walk out of my house and I'm. I can literally walk five minutes. I'm at the Mississippi River. Um, wow. So we get okay. we get lakes. We we got lakes, rivers everywhere. Now what's the? But it's beautiful. Well, you know what? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess we got really ahead of ourselves. But did, I, people are wondering, like, who the hell is Larry? Who's the V Twin blogger? Why don't <laughs> Why don't you tell us about? Uh, tell us about yourself and uh, and, and get, get into telling us about the uh, the, the V Twin blogger. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so last year, actually, um, in January, I, I was sitting around the house, you know, once again, winter, hating it, and. Um, 
and I'm crabby as usual in the winter time. And my wife looks at me and she says, "You know, you gotta, you gotta fucking do something. You're, you're, <laughs> you're starting to get on my nerves." And so uh, I started thinking about what kind of things I can do to uh, to just occupy my time. And after you go through all your motorcycle magazines, you're like, "Well, that that was a good." three hours now what do i do <laughs> um so i i started uh i started flirting with the idea of actually going out and buying a digital printer and just make parts like um not high-end parts but like license plate holders okay. um maybe mirror backings stuff like that on the digital printer right um there were two problems that i had with that idea though and that was? one is <laughs> money no, no, that's never a problem. I know that. And and two, I have no background in like graphic design or, or I mean, uh, you know, CAD design or anything like that. So I, if I was going to design anything, it'd probably be all screwed up anyway. Um, <laughs> the special but, parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great parts for a bike, right? Yeah, and screwed up parts. Um, so so what I decided is, in the meantime, once. While I try to figure out the whole CAD thing, let me start a website, and uh, so I can just promote parts on the website. Okay. Um, and so I, I decided I started looking around different websites, um, trying to get kind of get a couple ideas of what I should do, and noticed that everything I saw had to do with sport bikes, um, adventure bikes, or custom bikes, but there was nothing for like the average guy who was just who liked you know just mess around with his bike or just like looking at cool bikes or getting research about bikes or finding um just the standard information that you know say if you go to you know your local shop you can just you know bs with the guys uh yeah. your local dealership there was really nothing i could find like that so i'm like well maybe i'll just start a website that i talk about things that the average rider is going to talk about that that rides american v-twins yeah um so things like winterizing your bike um things like you know the brotherhood that we share when we that uh, amongst us us cruiser riders because we're a different breed um the you know just how how to find the right helmet different things like that man yes. um oh go ahead <laughs> no i was gonna say you said how to find the right helmet and immediately i thought chris <laughs> I have a proper helmet. No, you don't. No, you do. You have one. You just don't freaking wear it. I wear it sometimes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Um, you know, and then and then I realized too that, um, and this is what I love about living in this area. Um, this is actually a, a pretty big motorcycle mecca. Um, We've got Polaris is right down the road okay. from me, um, literally 25 minutes from my from my house headquarters. Um, so we have in the in the in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, we have this event that's first Thursday of every month. Yeah. Um, it's called First Thursdays. It's a bike night. So um, if you go to that bike night, you'll tradition you'll almost always see um, some of the designers for for Indian and Victory. You'll see the the engineers there. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but it's called the. Uh, it was a. It was a prototype bike called the Core, from Victory. No, I never heard. Um, Let me look it, that it's, up. Yeah, it, check that out. Um, we actually, yeah, actually, I've actually seen a couple different versions of that bike at these bike nights. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, is 
we're kind of a mecca. So I was able to uh, make connections with people like um, Robert Pendia, um, who's the marketing director or marketing representative for, for Indian and Victory Motorcycles. We talked a number of different times. Um, or uh, a guy that I see out all the time at, at my local watering hole, um, if you ever heard the name Donnie Smith. Um, Donnie Smith was on Biker Build Off. Um, good friends with, with a guy in your area, Dave Perowitz. Uh, they're hamsters. I don't know if you guys know what the hamsters are. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to tell yeah, us, that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, um, it, it's it, the way they even describe it, it's a, um, it's a group of, of uh, pretty rich custom builders. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like Arlen Ness is a hamster. Uh, Rick Fairless down in, in Dallas is a hamster. Dave Perowitz, a bunch of well-known people in the motorcycle industry are hamsters. Um, so they're, you know, you see, I see these guys, some of these guys around town. Um, basically what I'm saying is um, having those connections yeah. and being able to talk to these guys on a regular basis, you get in tune with the motorcycle industry. Right. That's awesome. Um, That's what you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So you see stuff and you hear, like I hear rumors and I can't really spread any, right, unfortunately. Right. Mm-hmm. But I hear rumors about what Indian's coming out with about a year before it's coming out. Nice. Um, so that that leads and, me to like you you seem to you seem to have your finger on the pulse of the industry, and that's why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You're the inside then, you know, man. Yeah. I, I kind of a little bit. No, I, I won't say that. But uh, <laughs> no, you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. It's all right. We won't tell anybody that you know people. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, so I, I decided to start a motorcycle website, and I, um, and that so that's what it's about. It's about uh, news, events, uh, rides, rallies, stuff that we want to talk about when it comes to motorcycles. Um, I know, like I said, I know there's a lot of sites about you know crotch rockets and tuning your crotch rocket, or um, you know the five thousand mile around the world trip that an adventure biker is going to take. But you know. We're I don't we're not those guys. We're the guys that are going to jump on our bikes and you know maybe do a, a day trip of a couple hundred miles or or a weekend trip where we're we're taking our bikes to a, a rally, um, popping up some tents or or staying in a hotel, um, having a good time and heading home then you know two three days later. So or, or, right. that's who we yeah. are. Or, or, um, or just going to quick check to get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been, known, I've been known to drive, ride, you know, a couple hundred miles to just grab a hamburger. Sure, why not? That's a yeah, great thing. Yeah, really. Why not? I do that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't go a couple hundred miles for a burger. We'll, like, do 70. <laughs> uh, it's a burger. Right? But, but, yeah, well, you know. a hot dog. You know. <laughs> and a, a hundred so, miles for a hot dog, maybe. You know. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I hear you. Or KFC. Oh, and just see now, right there. See, oh, oh, forget it. My brothers. KFC, oh, man, that's the, that's the gold right there, Larry. <laughs> they did twelve hundred miles in a day. Oh, talk about that KFC. often. Yeah. You know, if there was only one KFC and it was in Duluth, let's say, they would go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Is, is there a KFC in Minneapolis? There, there used to be a ton. Um, they actually all got uh, pushed out by Popeyes. Oh really? Yeah, it's happening over here too. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Now is Popeyes better than KFC? I like them, but I, I love KFC, man. I mean, I don't know, Larry. Do you have an opinion? <laughs> you know, it's 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 Harley versus Indian, man. So yeah, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> KFC versus you know, Popeye. You like what you like. It, yeah, I guess. Yep. Right. Okay. 
you know, different equipped, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> now, your blog, so your blog is primarily about the American V-Twins, then? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, now, it, do you ever venture beyond that? There's been a couple times, um, and it's it has to be, like, some something real special. Yeah. Um, like, you know, an outrage, like the, uh, the Batman bike. Oh, yeah. Um, that was sold at auction. I'll, I'll report about that. Or, um, but it has to be something really, really out there for me to talk about something outside the V twin world. Oh, okay. Now, as far as it goes for, now, I saw that on your uh, your page. Why did you start it? And you talked about how you you were getting grumpy and whiny because it was winter. And <laughs> but you I, you noticed I noticed that you were in some uh, bike shows and you placed first and second. What were you in these shows for? So, um, I have a, uh, so I, not only do I own an Indian, but I, um, I was a victory rider before I started on Indians oh, okay. and uh, actually, and before that it was Suzuki's and Yamaha's, but, um, but, uh, let's see about four years ago, uh, Indian or I'm sorry, victory came out with this motorcycle called the victory highball. Yeah. yeah. Um, love the bike. Um, and what I, when I saw it, I saw it as a blank canvas, uh, a bike that I could do a lot of work with work to um and so i had some I, I had some custom parts built um uh actually had a guy down in florida and i'm, I'm gonna throw him a shout off you guys don't mind uh no, it's, it's it's scott down at um at uh, conquest customs and scott was making some exhaust for other victories right and i just happened my wife and i we got lucky enough and we were able to go down to daytona and so um, I wound up talking to Scott down in Daytona for Bike Week, okay. and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I can make you. I can make you an exhaust for your bike. It'll be great. You know, we'll, you can. It, it, I won't charge you a ton because it'll be the first run of these. And so I got a custom exhaust. Um, I know a guy here in the Twin Cities that does fantastic pinstriping. He's probably one of the best in the wow. country. Okay. Um, so he did the pinstriping, and then I had a guy um, in Iowa, which is uh, for, uh, outside of Des Moines, which is about seven hours, or I'm sorry, about four and a half, five hours for me. Right. Um, um, he did my engine work. So, with all that put together, I had this I had this beautiful bike, and um, that um, I'll, I'll tell you guys how fast it is after I tell you you know about the shows. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I decided to to go down to JMP Cycle. Um, if you guys know that, you probably get their catalogs yeah, yeah, every course, once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Um, I went down there. They have an open house, and right. so I went down there for their open house, and uh, they had an open bike show. So I threw my bike in the show, um, won best in class for victory, uh, two years in a row, um, and loved it. it. Was a ride-in bike show, which is awesome. Um, so you have your your bike has to be pretty much running in order to be in the show. So that was your um, that was your victory highball that you brought in. That was my victory highball. Yeah, so I rode it down there. Um, uh, I think it was 350 miles. Rode down there. Mm-hmm. Um, put the bike in the show. Took first two years in a row, and then the uh, and then in 2015, uh, Donnie Smith that I mentioned earlier, yeah. he has a show. This largest show in the Midwest, right. um, largest bike and car show in the Midwest, and I entered my bike in there and won the. Uh, I got second in the open class. Wow! For um, and basically open class was anything not a modified Harley. Okay. So or not a Harley or a modified Harley. Okay. So. Uh, was was pretty happy with that um 
But so it, what I love about that highball is, um, you know, it looks pretty. It's a it's a beautiful bike. I, I don't know. If, uh, but what's really impressive about that thing yeah. is because I had a little bit of engine work done. Mm-hmm. That thing is 117 horses and 120 Ooh. foot pounds of torque. Wow! Wow! wow. Yeah. For a motorcycle, so, that's a lot. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> I think wow. so. Is that a five speed? That will. That's a five. That speed. is six. Six speed. Wow. Yeah. You suck on another level. <laughs> wow. I would love a so, six uh, speed. Oh my god. It, it's beautiful, man. It is beautiful, and and um, one of the things I really like the comparison between a Harley and a uh, and a and Polaris motorcycle yeah. is that six that six gear is a true six. It it actually pulls in six where uh, I don't know about the Milwaukee eight, but the other Harley engines when you hit six gear it's kind of a a cruise control gear um so or overdrive so it doesn't do a lot of the engine won't pull that much um in six gear it'll just maintain a a certain level of idle yeah or rpms yeah okay but the the victories they'll fire up to five thousand rpms in six gear oh so it's still got more it's still got more juice after you hit sixth yeah yeah so to give you guys a little story is uh when i went and had the bike worked on down in iowa um so I had to I had to had the work done. I go pick up the bike, and uh, the guy who did the work, the Vic shop down in Iowa, uh, he goes, "So you want to take it out for a test ride just to see how it feels?" Um, there's this county road, like three blocks away. You can shoot up and down that county road. Nobody's on that road. Mm-hmm. Um, so I shoot up and down that road, and I brought my helmet with me. I look down at one point. The speedometer says 145. Oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and I and I'm like, okay, I I got to back off, man. This is, <laughs> and it was still pulling at 145. Wow! So, wow! That's probably a close to like a 180 or 200 bike, then. Yeah, it probably does. You know, the only the only um, limitation is the tires. Um, oh, okay. After about 140, you start to get the front end wobble because the tires are won't can't handle that They're speed. Yeah, speed, you'll no. have to get the uh the high rated uh the high rated tires for that like the crotch rockets have. Oh wow. Yeah. Now that seat that you have on that bike, it looks like that's a custom seat obviously. Actually it's not. Are you serious? <laughs> that's the that's a stock seat? That is a stock seat. It's not wow. stock for that bike. Um but when Victory came out with the Gunner, yeah. um which is they're basically all the same bike. Um but Victory came out with the Gunner. The Gunner came out with a red came with a red seat. So I'm like, well, I got to get that red seat, man. That's just going to fit the bike. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just, it really sets it off. Wow. Is it comfortable? It's it's pretty comfortable, yeah. You know, actually, the most comfortable part of the bike is actually the handlebars. Because um, I'm not a really tall guy. I go about 5'11", 6 feet. Okay. But I got really long arms. And hey, like um, me. Hey, I hey, notice with every other, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so. With um, with a regular bike like a, a any regular type of cruiser, you know your arms are like this. Yeah. Not and me. after a while, you start getting the pain through the shoulders. Yeah. Um, with the highball man, or with a with ape hangers, mini apes, your arms are like this, and it's actually a real natural position if you got longer arms. Yeah. Well, Chris and I, but we have we're riding soft tails. Our uh, and our handlebars are they're not they're not, I guess you would, they're not apes, Chris. They're, they're they're not even mini apes, but. We're not like the cruiser bikes. We're not low. We're not sitting down here. We are we are actually up here. 
So okay. again, I, I never get that pain between my shoulders when I'm riding. I'm because I'm up like that. You know, I got my hands. My, my my hands are even with the top of my shoulders when I ride. But that's that's really good. Now, are those bars stock that you put on, on that bike or no? Those are that. Yeah, the bike actually came that way. Wow! No kidding. Yeah. Holy crap! That's pretty awesome. And so, yeah, they're the, probably the best part of that though. The whole best part of that whole bike is that bike was brand new. I got it for twelve five. Wow! <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now. Yeah. Now, what what size engine is that? That's a one hundred six. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay, so it's, yeah. it's got a little giddy up then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it moves. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, you know, I'm, I'm not a small guy, so I got to get a bigger bike, man. I, I'm not yeah. trying to lose weight. I'm, I got to gain horsepower. So. <laughs> <laughs> Need a little help there moving, right? <laughs> exactly. So exactly. since you're not a fan of the colder weather, and you've decided because of that reason that you would live in Minneapolis, right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, you like to torture yourself. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm a glutton. Yeah, yeah. So now, what do you do with your bikes when, when the weather turns cold? Do you just you put them to bed for the winter? Yeah, for the most part, I keep one kind of in a staged standpoint where, or stage status where I can, um, if I need to go out, if, it, if the weather breaks, I can, you know, clean off the bike real quick and take it off for a ride. Yeah. Um, and my wife thinks I'm crazy because there'll still be a little bit of ice in the in the alley or something like that when I leave the house. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> But I'll I'll take her out, man. Um, but yeah, for the most part, they they're in the garage, plugged into the battery tenders. Um, usually, I'm throwing something like an old sock or something like that in the exhaust, so that the field mice don't come and run up and try to get in your exhaust. And when you fire up the bike, it smells. Oh. <laughs> or you don't have mice rocketing across the neighborhood at 600 miles an hour, right? <laughs> right. I mean, I'd be okay with that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how do you how do you, well, how do you prepare your bike for for winter storage? I mean, obviously, I, I have to assume that it's probably I'm going to guess that it's probably the Indian that doesn't see a lot of wintertime travel. Actually, the Indian sees does see the wintertime travel because it's got all the heated. Oh yeah, heated yeah, stuff. yeah. Okay, all right. So so but, so you, you you take the highball and you you, you kiss it goodnight and you cover it up and you what are you doing to it to prepare it for winter? So I'm usually well um, with the highball. I'm usually throwing a, like a coat of something on on the metal parts. So like uh, on the tank, I try not to use wax because it's kind of a flatter finish. Okay. Um, but I'll throw like something on the tank. Maybe it's a it's a couple rags or something like that. The the uh, microfiber cloth. Right. Um, I'm putting it on a battery tender. I'm putting stabilizer, uh, fuel stabilizer or sea foam in the gas tank. Mm-hmm. Running the tank or running the engine for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, one of the things I learned early on was, uh, if you can get like, go to a carpet store yeah, and get yeah. a couple samples of carpet, roll your, roll your bike up on, uh, roll the tires onto the carpet. If your if your garage is detached or even attached, so it doesn't sit on the concrete. Yeah. Um, all well, I'm long. assuming right off the bat, I mean, because you're describing all this, your garage is not heated. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and, yeah. and even here, if it was heated, it probably still would probably only be about 40, 45 degrees. Right? Yeah, well, at, at least you have a garage. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, see, uh, like us us poor people here on the East Coast, we don't have garages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. my poor baby got to sit out in the cold. Uh, does oh, not, man. Dude, dude, I have a picture I have to show you. I'm going to send it to you. I have a picture of uh, my heritage. It's covered in the driveway. And when we had that 
32 inches of snow uh, last winter, all you saw was the top of the motorcycle sticking out of the snow. And 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 it was like I had to actually shovel a path just to get to it, first of all. And then there was the snow that was piled on top of it. (laughs) But All right, Larry, tell you what, let's do this. Why don't well, for those of you guys who are just tuning in right now, we're talking with Larry from the V Twin Blogger. All right, so Larry, here's what I want you to do. Let's let's get into this. Why don't you tell us about yourself, how you got started in bikes, and uh, the whole thing, and then we'll get into you know the V Twin Blogger and all that stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna get in trouble because my mom has no idea this is this is the truth. Um, <laughs> so I had a buddy of mine in in high school that uh, he was kind of a rich kid. Um, had his parents bought him a couple bikes. So I would sneak over to his house, and uh, he taught me how to ride. Oh wow! So I would—I was riding when I was 16. Um, you know, my mom would see me take off on my bicycle, mm-hmm. and she thought I was just you know going to play basketball or something. Now I was on a motorcycle, um, oh. riding without a license. You know, doing all this you know stupid stuff that kids do. Uh-huh. Um, never got hurt, luckily. Um, but yeah, so the first bike that I rode was at, looked a lot like that one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so I think it was like a, a Virago, uh, Virago 250 with a red tank. <laughs> Chris, you want to tell him about your Virago? <laughs> I had a Virago 1100. Right on, man. Yeah, it was a badass bike, man. It was. Uh, it had a rake on it too, so it was kind of a little Ooh. bit of a chopper. Yeah, it was a six wheel yeah. rake. Wow. It was. Uh, it was a badass bike. Uh, I. Uh, but I tell you that. Uh, it was easy to kick out the front tire on that and go <laughs> kiss the ground because I did it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> break a little too hard with a with a chop bike, and uh, that front tire likes to go whoop. <laughs> Gone. So, Larry, yep. b- because you are from uh, from the lovely state of Minnesota, I did a little research. And uh, how much how much of Minnesota do you know? Um, pretty much the Twin Cities, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, here's a it, part part of the the 50 roads 50 state series we were doing i I started to do that but i said you know what let me just talk to larry about this because this would be something fun (laughs) some oddities that you didn't know about the state of minnesota so if you ever want to travel minnesota here's some things you should check out first of all did you know that the world's largest ball of twine is in darwin minnesota you know, actually, I have heard that. You yeah, have heard that. Now, <laughs> Dar- yeah, we don't, we don't, I don't brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? Come on, I mean, let's 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 see how far Dar. I want you to go there. This is your task, Darwin. Uh, right, Darwin. What's going? Oh, Minnesota? Yeah, that's where we're at, right? <laughs> Darwin, Minnesota. We watch. Oh, where is that from you? Oh, that's that's pretty far away, actually. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's well, you know. Actually, it's due west of you on twelve. You know that I've actually probably passed it. Okay. Um, the world's heading largest. out to heading out to Sturgis. Okay, well, tell us about that, right? You know what? Let's put this little fun, goofy thing aside. <laughs> Let's talk about your trip. You you've been to Sturgis how many times? You said last year was my tenth year in a row going wow. out to Sturgis. Really? And and there has only been one year that I haven't ridden the bike out there and back. No kidding. Um, yeah, and that was the year my uh, my wife was pregnant. That was two years ago. We have actually have a two-year-old little girl who rides a motorcycle. Well, she's got a little uh, toy Indian motorcycle that she rides around the house. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that's the only time I haven't ridden out there, man. And that's a um, about 700-mile trip. Well, that's not bad. You do it in one shot, right? 
Uh, usually I split it up into two days, but there have been a number of times I've ridden home um, before my wife and I got together. I would usually ride bomb it back home. And uh, the first three years I bonded back home on a uh, on an 800 Suzuki Boulevard uh, <laughs> C50. Yeah. And man, I'll tell you, though, it's a great bike, but you put it over 80 miles an hour and you cannot feel your hands anymore because <laughs> the vibration is so bad. So, uh, wow. Sounds like an old, but, like yeah. an old Harley, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. that's how my uh, Virago was. Yeah. When I, if I oh. go over 70 with that, man, if I hit 70, my hands were, um, I get off the bike and I couldn't feel my hands. They were, they vibrated all the blood out of it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, actually, for, after riding that bike, man, for about six months after I stopped owning that bike, I couldn't feel my uh, little finger, my uh, second to last finger on my hand for like six months. Um, I actually was going to go to the doctor, and then all of a sudden the circulation came back, and I was what? like, "Okay, cool." But, <laughs> I see. I know a little. Yeah. I know a little something about that. That is called um, uh, ulnar neuropathy. What that is, the uh, the the looks like a nerve that runs right through here on your hand. They actually call mm-hmm. it cyclist palsy, believe it or not, because that got cru- really? that got crushed. That happened to me one year, and I lost a I lost the use of both of my hands. I lost the use of my uh, my well my two. My pinky finger and my ring finger on both hands. Yep, it just gets crushed right there. That's it. See, that's that's, yeah. what, that's what you witnessed. You had some of that, man, going on. But yeah, so you, that. so tell me, so you, so your Sturgis trips. Now, when you went out there, I, I assume you camped. So up until three years ago, we would camp, um, and so if it were up to me, I'd still be out laying on the ground with an air mattress. If I, you know, buy one at the at in town in Sturgis. But my wife, um, so, so put it in her exact words. She goes, "I need some place that I can t- that I can poop in private." <laughs> so, so we were actually able to score a pretty good deal on a uh, toy hauler. Um, what? So what? We, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So. so now... <laughs> what? So uh, so now she she actually drives the toy hauler out um, with the truck, and and I should mention this too. She actually has a bike as well. Oh, um, nice! Right, that's great. Cool. So, so she she she'll put her bike in the trailer, and the toy hauler, and I'll be on the Indian man just right, rolling out in front of her. But yeah, we normally I used to camp out there, and um, while I'm talking here, I'll, I'll find a picture for you guys. Uh, the weather out there is is. Um, about as unpredictable as you can get. Um, well, because any picture you, you I ever, get anything. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say any picture I ever see of Sturgis, it's sunny. It looks like it's warm. You never see anything rainy at all. Oh, see, those are the tour. That's the tourist tourist uh, bureau's photos right there, man. Oh, okay. They're yeah, they're they're lying to you. Um, and now I will say this: Sturgis, it, the weather is usually really really nice. Um, but there are times when it, it, you, if you don't like the weather, give it five minutes and it will change. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's gone. I've actually been out there and I'll find this picture for you guys. I've been out there. It's been sunny and beautiful. And then literally 15 minutes later, uh, in fact, I'll tell you this guy's guys, this is a story. Um, I was out there with a couple buddies and uh, we were camping and, 
having some beers and we we uh are, i'm sorry we were out riding and then we came back we're gonna have some beers at the campsite and uh we, we realized our beer was warm so they ran up to the gas station which was like half a mile away to go get, go get some ice it's beautiful it's sunny it's about 82 83 degrees um two to three minutes later after they left we hear these sirens go off and uh all of a sudden it just starts to pour and then it starts to hail <laughs> Jesus. Tornado. And yeah it, well we didn't get the tornado but the hail was truly it was golf ball size hail <laughs> and we're getting hit ah here's a picture um let's see i'm gonna download this real quick sorry this is probably horrible radio right now um that's all right but I'll send it over to you guys. Because we do such um, great radio all the other times, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see there. There she is. Where to go? I like the pictures of your bikes, by the way. That's cool. Oh, thank you, man. They're badass, man. Really beautiful bikes. Hey, Larry, can, yeah, can you see these pictures we put up in the chat? I can, okay, yeah. Okay, good. Chris, your picture didn't go through. Obviously. What picture? Yeah, you, did you put up a yes? Okay. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, yeah. oh, that got a Holy crap. Yeah. That was the hail that was that was coming down. Um, so, um, it, 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 people, we actually heard stories about people riding back into town um, towards campsites. Um, would, they were bleeding from the head. I could hear ambulances and helicopters all over the place. Um, it was pretty rough. Wow. But... You know, that's that's one of those war stories that you can tell about Sturgis. It's it's and, you know, the next morning now, granted, the next morning, the town was clear because everybody was like, screw this, man. Um, I got damaged to my bike, damaged to my trailer. The vendors were all gone. Um, so it was actually kind of nice riding around. But um, but yeah, that's it, the weather will change in a heartbeat out there. Wow. I can only imagine the damage that that would do to a bike. You know, I, I can only. Yeah, imagine. that would bother me. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I, I was actually running around the uh, the campground trying to cover uh, cover my bike with. I was I ran around with a blanket. I had my leather jacket on. I'm wearing my helmet. I could hear the the uh, <laughs> the uh, wow. hail popping off my helmet. Yeah, I would have like done this. the same thing. I would have wow. put my helmet back on. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it sucked. I had, a, I, I had a friend uh, many years ago when I was in the Navy. He told me that his uh, brother had gotten a brand new car. And he, he says about maybe an hour after he had it home, they had a, a huge storm like that and the tornadoes in the area. And he says it looked like oh, somebody no. somebody beat his car with a ball-peen hammer. It's <laughs> all over. But that, that, my God, wow. That's insane. That is that is it exactly, man. It's, it's, it, it, the weather will turn on you in a heartbeat, but... Other than that, though, it's it's beautiful riding. I mean, um, if you guys have never been out to the Black Hills, or any of your listeners haven't, you got to go. You, you got to do it. Um, the, yeah. Seeing Mount Rushmore is unbelievable. Wow. It is absolutely, it is, it is a breathtaking experience. Um, I'll send you guys this video over here that I got on my uh, uh, YouTube page. It's a, uh, oh, it is a, uh, a video of of me uh, riding around, and we're going through Custer State Park, and there's a buffalo stampede that that happens at the same time. Wow! Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. Buffalo stampede. So, 
I want to get out there too. I want to get out there and ride that kind of area. Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah, like a, that sounds like a trip. That sounds like a trip we need to make. We need to yep. make a trip like that. Wow. And there, there is this thing called the uh, the Needles Highway. If you haven't, you, you may have heard of it. Um, I think it goes it, it goes a ways. I can't remember the exact distance, but you there are stretches of it that you can't go more than 15 miles. In fact, some areas you can't go more than five miles an hour. Um, because there's so many turns you're going up and you're going up the mountain and then down back down the mountain really and then there's a point too where you when you go down the mountain where you actually uh i'm sorry where you're going up the mountain and you come through a rock tunnel that they cut through the mountain yeah and as you pull out the rock tunnel you see mount rushmore they call it the postage stamp tunnel no kidding because it actually looks like a postage stamp it looks it's it's pretty awesome what's the name of this road uh, Needles Highway, 16A is the actual. Needles Highway, um, in, in, yeah, okay. Needles Highway. That, oh, um, so you've got you've got that, you've got Crazy Horse, oh, the geez. Crazy Horse Monument, which is really cool out there. Wow, yeah, that is a twisty um, road. Devil's Tower. Yes. Um, which, if you've seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, um, that's out there. Um, and it's just, it is truly, it's like the largest biker party on the planet. It really okay. is. There's, there the bars, all the TV shows that you see about Sturgis. They kind of only just talk about the bars and the party, which is it's cool. But Sturgis can be what you want it to be. Yeah. Um, it can be a, it can be just a ride and a camp and have a good time with your buddies, mm-hmm. or it can be people go out there without a bike and they just party all week. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's it's a really good time though. It's. it's I do. I, I want to go out there and I just say, hang out, hang hang with buddies at this ride. That's yeah, what I would want to do. It, just if you. If you guys ever do go out there, you need to let me know. I will. I will definitely be your tour guide, man. Oh. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Does that tour include bourbon? It does. Okay. <laughs> it does. Right. Hey, so how can people check out your blog? Well, a couple ways. Uh, they can go directly to the site uh, www.thevtwinblog.com. Got it already. Um, <laughs> right on. <laughs> I did the Facebook too. Found you. Perfect. Yeah, you can search me on Facebook. You can just type in the V Twin blog, uh, three words. Um, or I'm also on Twitter. Um, oh, cool. I think it's at the V Twin blog um, is my Twitter handle. Okay. Nice. Find that too. We're definitely going to um, do that. Ted, there's actually one more thing I, yeah. I wanted to mention to you too. I want to, um, because I'm going to brag just a little bit here. Um, <laughs> 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 what? Um, I think I've truly been blessed with with being with being able to ride and um, the experiences I've had on a motorcycle. And um, one of those great experiences I had it was actually this summer, um, the week after Sturgis. There was a, a local dealership here, a local Indian dealership, uh, Indian uh, Twin Cities. Uh-huh. And what they do is they they the the owner started an event called Indian Bike Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every it's, it's just a one week event for what related to Indian motorcycles. Well, one of the things we did and the cool event we did was we actually um, wound up setting a Guinness Book of World Records record for the most Indians lined up uh, to do a parade. Really? Ever. Yeah. So there were 250 running Indian motorcycles of all eras. Wow. Um, on this ride, I'm sorry, 265 uh, running Indians of all eras on this ride, and um, so that was that was 
really cool, but the probably the coolest part of that was that everybody paid, I believe it was like a hundred bucks per writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that money went to charity. So it went to uh, school supplies oh, for, for kids in the area. So um, that's why I say I'm blessed to be able to ride a motorcycle, but I like to give, be able to give back as do all other bikers. And I think that's what makes us truly the greatest people on the planet, man. Yeah. We're the biggest charitable organization there is um, without being a named company. Yeah. You know, that, that says a lot about, you know, bikers in general, who we are and right. the kind of people we are. And that's awesome. Exactly. That's fa- yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's really really wonderful. Thank. Hey, you're you're right. Uh, nobody, no organization raises as much money for charitable events as as bikers do. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nobody does, and it's it, uh, it's and, it, and that's just, this is where we you know a lot of times bikers will get a bad rap, but you know for the most part when you really look deep, there it is. That's where everything is. Um, another thing that uh, I want to get back to. Because you're such a great guy, Larry. We want to talk about some weird things in Minnesota. Right <laughs> that you should know. Um, did you know that the Spam Museum is in Austin? Not Austin, Texas. Austin, Minnesota. Yeah, I've heard that rumor too. <laughs> the, the, I want to see both of these things now. <laughs> the, the world's the world's largest crow is in Belgrade, Minnesota. Crow, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a statue of a crow. It's the biggest, the world's largest crow. Also, the Big Fish Supper Club in Bena, Minnesota, is actually in the shape of a um, a fish. <laughs> it's the probably biggest, a walleye. No, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> the Jolly Green Giant, Blue Earth, Minnesota. You have that. I have actually, I've actually seen that. That's on my route to Sturgis. (laughs) You can actually see it from the road. Yep. Uh, The huge Iron Man statue. You have that. Uh, I'm gonna get. There's a whole list of things. It's it's crazy. Um, (laughs) And and you're you're to blame for all of this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) uh, There's a 25 foot Voyager and Big Lewis in Barnum, the town of Barnum. Um, the world's largest black duck statue. <laughs> I, you know, it's in black duck. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I've, I've heard of black duck actually. Okay. Not, not um, the actual statue, but I've heard of. Oh my god, that is a huge crawl. Um, <laughs> and that, that yeah, the huge Iron Man statue is in Chisholm. I guess I don't know if you've ever heard of that place. Uh, the world's largest. In this case, uh, there's a serpent statue in Crosby. Serpent Lake statue is the world's largest. Okay. <laughs> Cabin of the Root Beer Lady in Eli. Oh. The world's largest. There's a lot of stuff over there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a two-headed calf in the paddock of Leaf Elfson is in Fountain, Minnesota. <laughs> the giant oh. walleye is in uh, Garrison. The world's largest turkey is in Frazee. Frazee. I just saw that, too. I was looking yeah. up. There. I just looked the picture of the crow over <laughs> I, the here, Paul, Paul Bunyan's girlfriend is in Hackensack, Minnesota. <laughs> do you people have nothing to do in Minnesota? <laughs> it's the cold, man. It's I, I, the cold. It does something to the brain. We, yeah, it does. It gets cold there, man. It gets much, too yeah. cold. In Lakeville, there is Hot Sam's Big Weird Junk. I don't All know right, what stop. that is. <laughs> 
Dude, you go through the whole internet I now? could, I could. <laughs> the world. That, that as a matter of fact, that's actually on my route to Sturgis as well. I see that all the time. <laughs> the, this is probably the strangest thing, is the world's largest stucco snowman. Nice. That's in, uh, I can tell you where that is. That is, uh. North St. Paul. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. (laughs) And, of course, finally, the world's largest pelican is in Pelican Rapids. (laughs) You got You see, the the only solution to this is to get more of your people on on bikes and make them. Yes. And make them stop drinking so much. Well, I can do the bike part. I don't know about the drinking part. We we need to (laughs) to deal with the world's largest crow. I mean. How else do we come up with this stuff, yeah, man? This is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larry, listen, I want to thank you very much for joining us here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast. You've been an absolute pleasure to be on. Oh, no problem, and, guys. Uh, and let's do this again. You'll be on the show again? Have you come yeah, on? Yeah, awesome. Very good, man. Definitely. Yeah. And Definitely. Next, Not next... only am I a guest, I'm a fan, too, man. I well, love what you guys are doing. Well, thank you. Keep up the great well, work. I well, I got it. your blog now. I definitely like it. I've been checking it out uh, sitting here. I like it. And, uh... I'll hit you up on Twitter as well, and uh, I already got you friended on Facebook. Great. Oh, right on, man. Cool. So everybody cool. go out there and check out the V-Twin blogger. Uh, he's got a lot of cool information on there, and you will leave his blog wondering, how does he know all this stuff? And that's because <laughs> he knows people. He's a Jedi. He's, he's, he's a, a Jedi. He's a, he's a Jedi. <laughs> that's it. He's a Jedi. So uh, one thing, one, one thing I felt I, that. Uh. <laughs> Uh, are you going to are you going to the uh, any of the motorcycle shows, uh, the IMS? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, uh, I will be at. That was actually the first appearance of the V Twin blog was at the Minneapolis Motorcycle Show. So I'll be there um, because of the area that we're in. Um, we get we get Harley, we get Victory, we get Indian because Harley is four hours away. Yeah, in Milwaukee. Um, so we get them all here. So it's actually a pretty good show. Excellent. Um, right. Yeah, so I'll definitely be there, and I'll be sending pictures and posting pictures on my blog and everything like that of the show. Oh, excellent. Cool. All right, Larry, listen, thank you very much for being on the show. We appreciate it. We're getting, Everybody, please check out the V-Twin Blogger. And, uh, Larry, we're going to have you back again, and uh, we're going to hook up, and we're going to go to Sturgis, and we're going to do the uh, Wild Hog Route 66. Ride. Route 66. Let's we're do it. Do that. All right? Let's do it, man. All right, thanks a lot, Larry. Take it easy. Now. Right. Great meeting you, Larry. Thank Take you, care, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Hey, Bye-bye. Larry, don't go anywhere right now. Um... Chris, you and I have a couple things to finish up before we vlog off, but I do want to talk to you. Maybe we can hook up another time. We'll talk about that uh, the, the printful thing with the T-shirts. Oh yeah, I I got yeah. time whenever, man. All Actually, right. my uh, my wife and my daughter are uh, in another room, so yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so we'll just Chris, Chris and I'll just finish up, and if you want to stick around, we'll, we'll chit chat a little bit. Right? Okay. Um, I'll mute my microphone if you ah, or cool. Right. You can jump in. Yeah, you, can, you, you, want, you want to stick around? You can stick around. Okay, Chris. So anyway, uh, a couple. <laughs> Couple things, uh, as you know, we have uh, we have uh, Patreon. We got we got a new subscriber, believe it or not. No, whoa! Yes. How much money are we making now? Well, here's the thing: we have we have we have our six gears of contribution. We have one person on second gear, and now we have a person on third gear giving us five dollars per month. It's Chuck. I'm quitting job. Uh, <laughs> but Chuck was not so nice to, to donate the five dollars and support the show. So we're going to be getting uh, Chuck a um, a sticker. Which, by the way, uh, Ian at the Stuck Up Sticker Company is producing stickers for us right now. We're going to four inch vinyl stickers, and we'll have those by the end of the week. So all of our subscribers will get a motorcycle men sticker. 
And also, of course, uh, Chuck is also going to get a free chat with us probably next week. We'll do a chat with uh, he could join us on a chat with uh, with Tim and you and I. We'll do that. Nice. And uh, we and Rever. Uh, Rever, love him. Rever, uh, Larry, do you use, do you use any uh, logging things when you ride your bike? No, I don't. What? Um, I've tried. I try, actually tried uh, the the uh, manufacturer like Victory and Indian make a, a logging tool, but it just kills the battery, man. Yeah. On my phone, you so gotta try, I, uh, I don't normally use them. Well, you got to try um, Rever or R E V E R. That's what that's what we're using. And I, is that a Honda? Is that a Honda sponsored? No, it's not. It's it's, it's separately created. Uh, okay. Similar to... Uh, you can download it on your phone, your yeah. smartphone. And it actually does not consume as much battery power as you would think. Uh, I, use oh, it all okay, the, cool. I use it all the time, yeah. But uh, in uh, from, uh, from Lockie over at uh, River has given us... We're going to be giving away two one-year subscriptions to River to two of our listeners. Nice. So, and we're gonna we're gonna have a the contest is gonna be this is here is a cool contest. Aside from that contest, here's what we're also giving away. You ready for this? Do, can we have a drum roll, Chris? Do we have a drum roll you can give us? Uh, no. Let's see if I can get it to, to play. Here we go. Uh, here we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite the drum roll I was looking for, but <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> As you know, as you know, we're a we're a big proponents here of First Gear products. We love First Gear; they great stuff. First Gear, as you know, sent me a tail bag and a tank bag. As you know, uh, the tank bag for me, I it's like I can't use the tank bag. So here's what they, I'm they do. make good tank bags, they but do. the tank bag they sent you it, is for the you know. Yeah, the uh, cross country bikes. The, it's, uh, it's, it's not for, meant for uh, cruisers like Indians or Harleys. Yeah, it's it, I tell um, you, it would work great on a sport uh, on a Sportster. It would work great. It would work good on a V Rod. It would, right. but it's not for your soft tails and your touring bikes because we no. have we have the center console. In fact, uh, Larry would probably work great for you on your bike, but you're not going to get it. So I'm sorry. But here's what we're going to be doing: we're giving away this first gear tank bag. All right. Now here is what our listeners have to do. You ready? Oh God! All right, you ready? This is good. I love this. <laughs> this is new to me. That's a, but I, I just I thought of this today. I said, why not? What else can we do? You can, you can go like our page. You can comment. You can whatever. All right. We're gonna do it randomly. Or we're gonna pick something. No. I, I, Send titty pictures to me. <laughs> And uh, you know that's all. Dick pictures to you, and Tim. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm it, very PC. <laughs> you know, I, for for a moment there, I thought, you know what? That's a better <laughs> idea than mine. I just <laughs> now here here's to, okay. I want to. Larry will take the uh, girl pictures. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you, okay. Whoever sends the motorcycle men the best bottle of bourbon. Well, no, just kidding. Um, uh, okay. We want our listeners to draw a picture of their bike and then then send it to us. All right? And we're going to pick which one is the best one. Well, that'd be, that should be fun. All right? So whoever draws the best picture of their motorcycle will win the tank bag. And second and third places will get the one-year subscription to Rever. Nice. All right, so there you go. There you go. So you listen up, you know, because we could be like, hey, people who like our page, people who would send a comment. You know what? No, 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 no. 
We want people to actually freaking do something, right? Larry, can you draw a picture of your bike? I cannot. <laughs> Perfect. See, that's what we want. We want people who I have. I would be like stick figure, like right. That's, that's fine. Right. Exactly. We want the best. So you just draw a picture of your bike and send it to us. It's motomenpc at gmail.com. You do that, okay? And for, uh, first place gets the tank bag. Second and third place will get a one-year subscription to Rever. All right? We're going to do that. Um, also, um, how it, Larry, how would you like to have my Woody for a week? Okay, let me explain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we sent. Uh, I have, we have a little uh, uh, mascot, a little uh, plush Woody doll from the movie uh, Toy Story. And Woody yeah. is going around the world. So last Woody is currently missing in action. We don't know where he is. Uh, last we heard, he was in Lincolnshire, uh, UK, and he was headed possibly towards Ireland. But that was over two weeks ago. We haven't. So you lost your Woody in, well, in Europe. I, I lost, my Woody's. My Woody has been <laughs> yeah. lost in Europe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, Just I, want to make sure I understood that. Yes, that's right. Uh, so if you know where Woody is, if you know where he is, and if, and if you if you had your hands on my Woody, by all means, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> right, because uh, we don't know where he is, but he's he's somewhere in the UK, uh, and we hope to hear from him soon. Um, don't forget Patreon. Go to our uh, homepage on our website, which is motorcycle motorcyclemen.us, and we have our uh, Patreon link there. You can uh, donate one dollar per episode, five to seven hundred dollars per episode, whatever you want to do. And uh, uh, with our first gear through six gear uh, levels, and you can uh, get some stuff. And also, what else do we have, Chris? Anything else we got going on that we should know about? Uh, no. I mean, uh, we got the uh, the IMS. Uh, you mentioned it yes. before. Yep. When's that coming up? The IMS show is on uh, December 9th, tenth, and eleventh here in New York City. Uh, right. We won't be heading. We won't be going there for media day on the ninth, unfortunately, uh, because well, we have to work and you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, but did you sign up yet, Chris? To get you? Get uh, your, no. What the hell are you waiting for, man? You got to go get your. Did you? You got your media passes from Minneapolis, right, Larry? No, actually, I can't get them until I think next month. But what? yeah, I'll get them. Okay, so Chris, you got to go on to uh, the IMS thing and get your media passes so we can get this. So, uh, Tim and okay. I are. Well, if not, just Tim and I are going to go. Then. We're going to go on uh, the Saturday and Sunday. Uh, right. I, I I understand though that the media day is a pain in the ass more than anything else, Larry. So I don't know. I I've never been. There. But anyway, that's coming up on the 9th, tenth, and eleventh here in New York City. We're we're going to be there for at least two of those days. And that's it. You know, we got you know, Christmas is coming up. We got some cool things planned for the next couple of weeks, and then we're going to take a break for probably about three three weeks or so. We're going to take a break and uh, going into January, we start the new year off differently. We're going to see. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, do you have anything else, Chris? No, I'm good. No. Okay. Fine. Larry, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, just ride or die, man. Yep. Ride or die. Yep. Yeah. Is that, is that supposed to be uplifting? It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> I agree with him. All right. So uh, coming to us from uh, Minnesota, we have Larry from the V-Twin Blogger and Chris. Uh, Hello. And Chris is up there Bye. in Westfield. <laughs> Wait, do you have anything to say, Chris, before we sign out? Uh, eh, I don't know. I what don't do you, what do you usually say? Whatever. Go yeah, yeah. oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> we are our family show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Ted, and this is the Motorcycle Men Podcast. Thank you very just much for listening. Yeah, just keep going straight, right? Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll check you out next week, and uh, don't forget to listen. Listen to our other friends, our other podcasters out there: uh, the Throttle Podcast, uh, Loud Pipes Podcast, uh, Motorcycles and Misfits, uh, Cleveland Moto, uh, the Cafe Racer Guys, uh, Pace Podcast, and of course Wheel Nerds. Check those guys out. And by the way, everybody's if you, want, you want some brains, you got to go listen to everybody else. You, you don't want brains, you listen to us. All right. All right, so Check out the V-Twin blogger. Damn and it. the V-Twin blogger, awesome. damn it. <laughs> right, Larry? Right, right on. Right. right on. All right, everybody, take it easy and ride take safe. Take care, Larry. Pay attention. All right, bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Motorcycle Men Podcast. And remember, you can support the show by going to MotorcycleMen.us and clicking on the link to Patreon. There, it will allow you to support the show for as little as $1 per month or $1 per episode. This will help us grow and give you more content. Remember, you can also listen to the podcast on YouTube and also on Stitcher Radio, also iTunes. You can also please check out our Facebook page, which is Motorcycle Men Podcast. Please post pictures. Please tell us about yourself. Tell us about your bikes. Also, we're always really looking for feedback. So please write us a letter at motomenpc at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you, and we look forward to your feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Ride safe, people.